This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Okay, hello and welcome to News Laundry Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. When the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. I encourage everybody to subscribe to News Laundry and pay to keep news free. Before I introduce the panel and we have a wonderful guest with us today who's coming straight from the parliament and she was telling us some stories of what's happening in parliament today with very nice actions hopefully she will tell us some stories in the course of the hafta we have a very important announcement to make the media rumble is back in 2019 after two wonderful years where we got a fantastic response from all of you 2019 will have even more speakers than 2018 had uh, we will have speakers like gulzar favorite Shikhar Gupta will be there. We'll have Vivian Schiller who headed NPR and also New York Times Digital, I think, uh, in the past. And she's just started a new collaborative journalism platform called Civic. The director from Nobody Speak. Oh, yes. And the director of Nobody Speak. If any of you watch that film, Nobody Speak, the director of that film will be coming. Uh, it's on Netflix, on journalism, as well as the editor of one of the newspapers that has been featured in that film. then there will be like i said gulzar the shekhar gupta swarabhaskar milind khandekar and madhu trehan of course will be there prakash raj is going to be there so do come if you're a news laundry subscriber you will get entry for free if you are not a news laundry subscriber go to the mediarumble.com and uh, yeah register buy your ticket and do join us so mufat khor is a good time to become a subscriber paisa vasool ho jayega aapka उसके अलावा वी हैव सम अदर पॉडकास्ट दैट आई हाईली एनकरेज यू टू लिसन टू द डेली डोज टू गेट अ डेली अपडेट ऑन व्हाट्स इन द न्यूज एंड आल्सो रिपोर्टर्स विदाउट ऑर्डर्स आर यंग टीम ऑफ जर्नलिस्ट टेल्स यू व्हाट दे कवर्ड व्हाट दे वुड लाइक टू कवर एंड व्हाट दे मिस्ड ऑन दैट नोट लेट मी इंट्रोड्यूस आर गेस्ट हाय निस्तुला हाय सो निस्तुला हेबार दैट इज अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग नेम आई लास्क यू लिटिल बिट अबाउट योर नेम वंस आई हैव इंट्रोड्यूस्ड यू यू हैव टू <laughs> okay you you get that a lot yes yeah. too much too many times so, so you should have a laminated card with explanation i should, yeah. I should. <laughs> so she's worked at the times of india the economic times right now she is the political editor of the national bureau of the hindu she's been a senior assistant editor at the financial express as well she's from jees and mary college and delhi school of economics and she's also author of a book called kiss and tell and she has contributed to two books cabals and kings and the lives of muslims in india So before we come to, I'm curious about what is kiss and tell. Uh, what is Nistula Hebar? Can we that that you name? You want to get what? back to that? Yeah, it? let me okay. start with the basics. Nistula is a it's a Sanskrit name. It's okay. from uh, the Lalita Sahasranamam. It's one of the thousand names of the Devi Durga. Oh, I see. Okay, Hebar is my surname. I see. Yeah, I like okay. to keep a little bit of mystery. Now you keep keep guessing where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> Another name I really like is Vardarajan Mudriyar. Like you know, if if you had like if I'm a don, like if I was a don, I'd say I'm Nistola Hebar. It like don't mess with me. Like she you doesn't say, look like a don. Uh, she no. looks. She doesn't actually, look. But you look like uh, somebody who should be on television. Yeah. Yeah. But I, my husband's in television and. Uh, I know. That's right. Yeah, that's not a life I want. <laughs> As in, he's an actor. No. Okay. He's oh, he's, he's a journalist. Yeah, he's with Beyond now. Oh, he's a he's, he's a journalist. journalist. Okay. Yeah. What's his name? Kartikeya Sharma. Kartikeya Sharma. Yeah. Okay. Oh, with the goatee sharp features. No. No. Okay. I'm good. To, no, with the round fat features. Okay. So good. <laughs> so I no, but Nistola Hebar like like this is something that someone had always told me that you can't have like Anand Vardhan. If I said, "Aaj aaj ek lecture literature pe dene aa raha hai koi," I'd say Anand Vardhan dene aa raha hai. 
वैसे आज मुझे कोई पीटने आ रहा है वरदराजन मुदलियार आ रहा है यू नो व्हाट आई एम से दैट नेम लाइक इट्स इट्स लाइक व्हाट आई ऑलवेज से दैट यू कांट हैव डॉक्टर नो बट डॉन्स नेम्स आर यूजुअली सॉर्ट ऑफ एन गंबर सिंह टाइप नो नो दे आर लाइक राजा भैया इट्स अ भैया बट दैट बट यू विल नॉट हैव डॉन अनिल मिश्रा और डॉन्स सिद्धार्थ कपूर डाकू सिद्धार्थ कपूर आ रहे हैं आज हफ्ता में लुक्स मोर फ्रॉम द साउथ डाकू विल ऑलवेज बी अ गंबर सिंह और त्रिकाल और वन दीज एनीवे व्हाट आर वी टॉकिंग अबाउट दिस इज अ न्यूज़ शो सो 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 दिस लाइज लुकिंग एंड व्हाट्स किस एंड टेल अबाउट इट्स अ नॉवेल एंड इट्स बेस्ड इन दिल्ली एंड इट्स बेसिकली अ चिकलेट सो इट वाज जस्ट अ फन रीड समथिंग दैट यू कैन रीड लाइक इन टू आवर्स स्ट्रेट एंड जस्ट फिनिशड अप एज लॉन्ग एज इट टेक्स टू रीड अ बेसिकली लॉन्ग फॉर्म ऑफ कैरेवन नो नॉट सो मच नो इट्स मोर रीडेबल ओके so a lot happened this week in fact i was just seeing a, a wonderful producer karthik had set this down by the way karthik someone on twitter pointed out that the last time when i said that you don't get your um, database up to speed i said it was very wrong of me to tick you off on the podcast so i apologize and anil a wonderful sound recorder thank you anil i was just telling karthik uh, about the <laughs> it's such a rich news week i mean just see all the stuff that happened we of course won't have time to discuss all we just discuss three things but this international yoga day today very happy who among th- you does yoga i do yoga well i anand have... anand has have you started just... running again yes okay i have learned i'm i'm, I'm certified uh, yoga i'll tell no, you no. What is certified yoga learner? We are all certified yoga no, learner. No, no, no. Certified. Certified. No, no. Certified. I am certified. Certified, certified, certified means I got a certificate from uh, from the government institute, which is uh, there at uh, near the Gold parliament. Yeah. Yeah. I have Gold to tell you, I I don't think I think uh, as I you get do. older, it's a basic essential. Yeah, you have Otherwise, to. Otherwise, कुछ हिलता नहीं है. It's also an insurance policy for old age. Otherwise, it is very good. Totally, it's, it's essential. It's essential. Uh, it is. So today's International Yoga Day. Um, our Prime Minister, as usual, headed a big yoga camp. Uh, May I venture that his body doesn't look like he does yoga? I completely agree with you. Also, no. The first time when he, when we had this yoga day, I saw his because I have seen people doing. I think he was doing Tadasana or something. So his leg was going somewhere else, and his hands were going somewhere else. Huh. So he's not. Really. So I'm right. Yeah, huh. you're right. Also, the animation that they have of Modi ji doing yoga. Mysteriously, he's got a very flat stomach. The animation, like if I had an animation done on about me, I would want to look the best possible version. Sure, of but myself. there has to be some kind of. It should be close. Reality. I, mean, I can't put like. He's got the if, beard. If I was doing my animation, I can't have like Ani's body. You know, I can say okay, मेरी body मत करो थोड़ी like थोड़ी थोड़ी pump up करो but Ani's तो नहीं बना सकते ना मतलब वो आपका काफी हद तक है तो ना आपने एकदम flat stomach तो नहीं कर सकते but from his own sake I hope he does do he may should make time to do it okay. even if he doesn't does that walking on stones and all that which I thought is pretty cool. Then uh, uh, Amit Shah had a yoga camp in Haryana, and everybody oh started gosh. running he off to the mats. He definitely doesn't do yoga. He definitely does do yoga. He, no, he does actually, look at the age. He, he has actually lost a bit of weight. He may But have he lost weight. Surgery done? Listen, no. have you looked at? Okay. Have you looked at their ages? He can't take okay? that much time off. Look at look. Uh, how old is Amit Shah? Fifty-four or something. He's fifty-four. He's twenty years younger than me. Mm. It. He doesn't look fifty-four. He yes. looks sixty-four. Yes. Completely. Or seventy. Yeah. and modi also looks much older than his age mm. Mm. but i think politics does that too it's a very stressful yeah, job yeah that's true somebody did a analysis of how presidents age in the united states and you saw the photograph of yeah, obama from when he came and all of them all of them get gray hair 
I do hope he will subscribe to make sure I we can I spoke to him I think he's on the right track he's going to do a great job Great so hopefully he will join us back shortly and uh, some in a few shocking, days Shocking uh, reports He has Yes mm. okay great On this what a beautiful on what they're coping day. with you know I mean some of the doctors are actually spending out of their own pocket to go into areas mm. So so he we'd like him to spend as much time as he can there just so those of you who do subscribe and contribute to news laundry every day that he spends their costs money so i would urge you to subscribe because we don't take advertisements pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served we will discuss that in this um, episode of hafta we will also discuss the doctor strike which started off in bengal uh, was completely mishandled in my view then it spread to other parts of the country but now the strike has been called off but maybe we can talk about that also in context of what was happening in bihar then there was the oath taking ceremony in parliament which i personally was rather you know cringing at watching but i'd like to know what the panel thinks of how that oath ceremony went then there was the one nation one election discussion and of course it was mentioned by the president also correct and uh, i would like to know from the panel what they think of this idea one nation one election which basically is suggesting that the general election and all assembly elections should be conducted together and if all can't happen together the majority of the chunk should you know you can just leave one for a little later then there was this incident that completely went viral it is from delhi of a tempo driver sikh tempo driver and his son getting into an altercation with police at mukherjee nagar and it spiraled and spiraled and in about two days time it had become something that even was being addressed by the home minister and a report was asked for then ndtv was served with a notice from the security uh, and exchange board of india barring NDTV's Pranoy and Radhika Roy from accessing the securities market for a period of two years and from holding any managerial posts or executive positions in the news network. It has been stayed. They have appealed against it at the tribunal. So let's see how that goes. Then uh, there was the conviction of IPS officer Sanjeev Bhatt. Those of you who know, his wife was given a, a, a ticket by the Congress, right, for this election. Uh, he has been given a life sentence for a custodial death in 1990 during Advani's Rath Yatra. Someone who died in custody when uh, he was a serving police officer there. Then Rahul Gandhi, Sonia Gandhi, Akhilesh Yadav skip the Narendra Modi dinner, and um, I wonder if this is how it's going to be in the next five years. Two Telugu Desam party, so Telugu Desam party MPs joined BJP. They had two MPs who were facing CBI and ED probes. and uh, now that party officially has broken off four of them have joined four, four out six. of six so yeah that's two thirds gone then rahul gandhi says he will not decide on his successor as the congress party chief so i guess you can't blame him for what happens next i guess he's just insulating himself rapper hardcore has been charged with sedition uh, for her posts on adityanath and rss chief things get weirder and weirder in fact section 66 say also but i love this that nri is sitting safely in other countries do this and doing i i think uh, you know if you're going to uh, post stuff like this put your money where your mouth is be in the country and then do it and have the bravery to stand by it but wah bhar baith ke jo marzi post kar lo i don't think that's acceptable cool 
then West Bengal's MP Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary is named the Congress leader in the Lok Sabha, and Om Birla, the two-time Kota MP, has been elected as the Speaker of the Lok Sabha. In fact, um, Meghna was telling me he has a phenomenal attendance record in Parliament. Yeah, and today and he had a baptism by fire. Really? Yes, he did. You were there? Yes. And uh, what happened? Well, it all started with a little bit of heckling. Every little point of order was raised by the opposition saying, uh-huh. you can't do this, you can't do that. Why are you allowing this? Why are you allowing that? Some minister gets up to answer a question not related to his ministry. Obviously, the minister concerned had asked for permission. And that was also made into an issue. But the biggest thing that happened was that there was uh, the opposition uh, just opposed the introduction of the the triple talaq bill, which was the first piece of legislation that was being introduced, the first effective working day of the 17th Mm. Lok Sabha. And then they had to go in for division. And uh, the the division numbers for the electronic voting had not been assigned. So it was all on, you know, red slips, green Mm. slips, yellow slips, all of that had to be taken into account. The speaker had, you know, uh, basically scheduled a press conference for himself at 1 p.m. because he thought, you know, he'd be done for the day by then. And no it stretched on. Yes, it stretched on for a while because all those pieces of paper had to be collected, counted. Of course, the opposition lost out because the numbers... Numbers are so huge, but it happened. But, In but fact, they, they really made him sweat it out. For our listeners to know what Nistula is talking about, I recommend you listen to uh, watch the, our show Constitution anchored by uh, Meghnad. We have a full episode on voting in parliament and what is division and how it happens and what that machine has and what all you can press. And now you have to press one button and that at the same time because they used to press each other's buttons like children. So now for that machine to work, both your hands will be occupied. You can't, you can't use that machine with just one hand. M- meanwhile, um, CBI files a case against Indra Jai Singh's Lawyers Collective. It's, her husband is the trustee, right? Grover. Uh, and... Uh, they have accused them of FCRA violation. This has been going on since the last government, the, mm-hmm. the last term of the government. I mean, Just frequent notices. No, no, no. Even before that, mm-hmm. uh, ever since the last government, the 2014 government came to power, th- there have been a lot of crackdowns on FCRA uh, on, mm. on the basis of the FCRA. Yeah, I think that had started with Chidambaram's time. But the number of uh, FCRA licenses that were cancelled during uh, Mr. Modi's time yes. were phenomenal. I mean, they, they had served all sorts of notices and audits were happening. It and were, in fact, it became a diplomatic row, you know. Uh, there were a couple of NGOs which were f- uh, funded by the U.S., by Ford Foundation, etc. And uh, U.S., the State Department did take it up. No, but, I know but because there was under no Mr. Budging. Modi, they completed... No, yeah. they also sent a notice to the Dune School Rollback Society. Oh, okay. So it was... They, they cancelled the FCRA license. I mean, they were distributing it like Mithai. I mean... I know it, so the Ambram did, but nowhere near what Mr. Modi and his team did. Mm. They just like went on this shooting spree that cancel everyone's license, whether they are doing political activity or not. No, no, I, I think they took the, the view that, uh, uh, in terms of the accounting and auditing and stuff like that. They just took technical issues and cancelled licenses. I don't think this was a government which is very, is a government which is very comfortable with NGOs. They have all yeah, sorts of, of ideas course, in about fact, this them. whole concept which Tavleen Singh keeps saying, these NGO types, I'm like, what is an NGO type? And I, I get those... It really went, started, not started, it was when they went after Tista. Hmm. And I think there was... Uh, when you looked at the accounts, there was some legitimacy to their accusations. 
No, in, in every in her case, no, no, no. Maybe. In, in, in every but case, in most of the cases we examine, there's some some oversight that has happened. But you know, government also has space for discretion, and that was being employed in the last uh, government. This government just completely removed that space for discretion. They went ahead and they caught everybody at whatever they wanted to catch. And Shiv Sena wants illegal lingerie mannequins to be removed in Mumbai. Apparently, they're legal ma- lingerie and illegal lingerie. I'm <laughs> guessing the legal lingerie don't have features on the face. And probably don't the have pictures on that story. Hmm. It was quite an education. I didn't know that that kind of lingerie even existed. It's amazing that it's being sold on the streets, and I would love to meet the women who's liberated enough to buy them and wear them. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just to attract the men. You never know. That sounds creepy. <laughs> I was thinking of so, liberated women going and buying all this stuff. This is also possible. So let's start with the. One election, one nation, one election. I just quickly want to go over that and then we can discuss what happened in parliament and, and the other things. So let's start with the guest. What is your view of this one? Do you think it's a good idea, bad idea, implementable, non-implementable? See, it can be implementable. There is a, a parliamentary com- uh, you know, report that exists which gives you a way out, which tells you exactly how to go about clubbing certain assembly elections and basically doing it in two phases when you're starting out. And then, of course, it will fall into that uh, pattern. Assuming no one... Assuming nobody, uh, you know... No uh, government falls midway. No government falls midway. Which uh, but my prob- is unlikely. Ha- but my problem actually is that uh, all this, this one election, one thing, give, you know, doing it once in five years and then, you know, just doing governance and all, it sounds very good on paper. But you can't have a situation where the political class basically just looks at elections as a validation for all blank, I mean, blanket validation for all policy and is not actually lending a year to other avenues of public opinion. is a very flexible sort of a thing which can be used to justify all sorts of decisions. Uh, I'll give you a very small example. Uh, there was somebody in my office who's a major supporter of uh, Mr. Modi. Now, just before the Gujarat elections, uh, one uh, we saw a, a huge uh, tweaking not, I, I wouldn't call it tweaking, amending of the GST. You know, rates were moved around quite significantly. That was because all the reports coming out of Gujarat at that time said that the trader, traders in Surat were up in arms uh, against the way the GST had been structured at that time. And therefore, the government, uh, I mean, the BJP kind of hit the panic button and a lot of things, a lot of changes were done to the GST. Mr. Jaitley, who was then finance minister, sat in Surat for three to four days, met trade delegations, yeah, day, yeah. delegations of t- traders, day and night, those, yeah. and fixed a lot of things, you know, uh, tinkered with a lot of stuff, took in a lot of opinion, and, you know, things like that. So this gentleman who was booking a ticket for me to travel to Gujarat that day, said, you know, I also used to agree uh, with Mr. Modi that, okay, it's fine. But if it takes... Uh, an, an election, election to make us to as make, uh, to give us a decent GST sort of system, then, the then I really want uh, this as a checks and balance because it doesn't seem as though the political class 
listens to anything other than the prospect of you know you may lose an elections. election victory absolutely yeah so i have a problem if you have a political class which is not listening to anybody else on no, this no that's that's very true in fact that's one of the very major reasons that people who are not in favor of this say that election is the only time that they are actually sensitive to what we're saying so if it's just once all over the country yeah and i don't buy the argument that you know one person will come and win everything mm. you know even in this particular election uh, you know uh, i had interviewed navin patnaik that time also he was convinced he said please wait and watch the people of orisha are going to differentiate between who they want in bhuvneshwar who they want in yeah, delhi and that they've demonstrated in yeah. delhi also they demonstrated even in, in karnataka 3 days after this result yeah. where the, you know bjp had swept the municipal polls the yeah. urban local bodies congress yeah, yeah, yeah. swept so people do differentiate sure. that is not a problem but this certainly is a problem where there are no checks and balances except a fear of losing an election that spurs the government or you know the ruling party of the day to do something anand what are your views you know, uh, i have i don't have any strong opinions about it but uh, i think when he is back this time uh, he has this legitimacy of a strong mandate this is something that seems to be close to his heart and he's pursuing it in right earnest one of the first moves that he made was this so india always started as the system means the first election commissioner shukumar sheen was uh, a strong votary of this um, mm. the general elections the simultaneous one uh, but that was a different time it got derailed because of uh, the um, co- collapse of certain state governments then also some mid mid term polls in center now what government is following on our recommendations of the law commission uh, though law commission also said that with the constitutional framework that exists as of now we, ne- we would need certain changes in that to, to implement this now one thing uh, one uh, is that uh, the practicalities uh, the practical problems are that what if uh, the government at the center collapses mm. so yeah that's uh, one uh, so one way out suggested is that uh, the new government elected would serve only the remaining period not the whole five year period so that that is one of the suggestions that has come up uh, but that is yeah but I mean, that is yeah that too, has too that, yeah hmm it means that is one of the suggestions mm. that have come up it is everything is now on the level of deliberations and suggestions only nothing has been concretized madhu so, you have a view one way or the other are you as you're not really have a position no, on this also no, i i'm worried about the implications that anand is talking about so it's mm. not a simple thing that too many variable sorry you had something yeah, to what finish what i'm up? saying is that uh, the policy aspect now that is a trade off uh, in a representative democracy that uh, whether so every policy should have a popular referendum mm. or a kind of pressure uh, external pressure for every government to tinker with it uh, under pressure of popular opinion or or backlash maybe the representative uh, strength of say the traders community has greater weight with the government but people uh, there are other people also who may be supporting the earlier gst rate may not have that kind of leverage with the 
mm. policy making mechanisms of the government mm. so what do, how how you ascertain that but so that that remains true in either case no that's not ha, just so true what in I'm one case that, that, that so what i'm saying is if there's a problem that exists in both cases then that is common to both hmm, that is that so uh, that that may not be settled by uh, say a state level election yeah but that, i no i so think the argument is i i don't think uh, anyone's uh, say your view but although i'm not saying no, the argument, argument is that argument is elections that, that cannot be the only i mean you know this yeah, is a situation I, where only the elections have become like a checks and balance on you know no, also i don't power. think I, i don't think it's there are certain problem that will remain common either case i mean this is not the magic bullet that solves everything but it can eliminate certain other problems for example what i think is that something that does happen in state assembly elections is regional issues get prominence they become the major issue that the election is fought on when you have a national election i don't think there'll be a separation like just from a purely a communication professional's point of view you will have this are the issues that we've got fighting this election on and in an age where in any case there are these demigods that are fighting election it is modi and people were saying that you know i'll i'll tolerate pragya thakur or anyone as long as modi is the prime minister i don't care these other regional issues will completely get sidelined and i think that is very important Uh, you know i for me that is the main reason i don't think this should happen at the same time but i sorry i i can imagine why mr modi wanted because right now it's just modi is bigger than any issue it's bigger than anything no so it completely I, no, serves his purpose no, no, uh, we we'll no. just go with uh, uh, raman sir then we'll come uh, back to yeah, you yeah i don't yeah. i just yeah. want yeah. to make a point about Mo- that not being the issue really for modi hmm. because uh, we had spoken to him uh, at the first anniversary of his government he hmm. called a few people and he talked about uh, one evening uh, one afternoon when he saw that you know uh, guruji golwalkar was a little agitated and then sorry who was agitated this guruji golwalkar the the rss sarsanchalak he was uh, agitated like about something so this oh, he was relating or q ha q agitated hain so they was talking about something to do with i think nehru having died or or something like that and uh, the, the the entire thing with the rss and the swayam sevaks and you know the the tradition in which uh, mr modi was brought up that is what he told us was that Uh, there is a feeling that uh, this constantly this constant election thing is just going to cut your governance time in half you cannot always be hostage to just populism mm-hmm. that was the point that he was trying to make and he has been making that point for a while and he said it's not something new because yeah, this is the first time you the, guys are hearing from me yeah, but i think the fact that right now he is in such a commanding position is a very convenient time for him to believe that i mean i'm i'm sure there are a lot of other things that you know a bunch of thoughts has what guruji's book which he clearly is not implementing so th- there could never be a better time for the bjp to want to push this through what i'm saying is that under vajpay they would not want this and watch by they couldn't have pushed for anything that's with 182 so that they is, couldn't so that's have that's exactly what i'm saying it is it suits their agenda right now i don't think it has anything to do with any you know bigger purpose of populism their entire the bjp's entire plank is populism I and mean, what else do they yeah, have yeah but not not everything is eternal right i don't think even they believe they're here for good i think they might sorry <laughs> go ahead <laughs> no. uh, raman sir you carry on and then no we'll... no no i have just two things to say hmm one is that uh, the issue should be debated mm. and all political parties which have boycotted this they should not have done that uh, and the second thing uh, we should debate this issue i mean good or bad and uh, the second thing is i think the politics of it i feel that i have a problem with the intentions i mean why they are taking just this only this issue there are so many other electoral reforms i mean here they are trying to be very transparent they show that we are 
transparent and we want one nation one mm. uh, we want to save money but what about uh, political donations they are not addressing i mean if 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 they are so ethical about it there are dozen other electoral reforms uh, which are way, way uh, more so important so why can't they why can't they take all the electoral reforms including this one mm. and have a debate on it mm. there's also i i think in this situation there's a gray line between populism in states and what the actual needs and issues are so if the citizens of that state are opinionated and have taken a position on a particular issue i think that's important it's not just populism there's a gray area there so that has to be paid attention to hmm okay let's move on now to uh, the biggest issue that actually our reporters on the ground doing and it is getting coverage i'd like to start this off with anand and come to madhu I'm talking about the encephalitis cases in Bihar. Right now, there are over 600 complaints in encephalitis cases that have been recorded in hospitals. The death toll is inching towards a 150. I think it's touched 140 already. It is a horrible, horrible situation to be in. And uh, in the press conference, where after you know the death toll had reached 100, there's a few year, days ago. I think there's a day India was playing Pakistan. The Bihar Health Minister Mangal Pandey, while the cameras were rolling, was asking for the cricket score. So yeah first of all you're from Bihar um and maybe Madhu and Anand can jointly give an answer to this because I have no clue why and also I will come to Anjana Ompeshap and there was one more journalist apparently from TV9 also who created a similar Anjum. shindi Anjum something Ajit Anjum Ajit Anjum he apparently did a similar tamasha oh, in really? the ICU Ajit Anjum is very very senior He did a good job ah. okay no but someone said he was also in the ICU no, shoving no, no, his no, mic into the No 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 he did a very good job Okay, someone just no, no, that child, no, that was, reporter, right? What was, he did a very good. He, in fact, he no, no, no. You're talking about the guy who was talking about the BJP fellow, right? Uh-huh. No, no. Someone told he me he was that from was, uh, TV Nine. Okay, then there's basically there was another reporter with a mic and everyone. Sorry, Karthik, you're telling me what was that? Was he in the ICU with his whole equipment without the mouth covered and all that? Yeah, there was another all, reporter. All I see. All three of them were in that. So I, I, I mean, I think there's a problem. We'll discuss that also, but. uh what is encephalitis and why is bihar uh, struck by it every year so what is encephalitis i am not right man madhu can tell us that but yeah why bihar what that. is it about so, bihar so even uh, so very prominent doctors are uh, failing to answer that mm. they have put it in a uh, lo- uh, means larger family of uh, um, disorders or diseases whatever you call it uh, encephalitis uh, no acute encephalitis syndrome which also includes uh, encephalopathy and it's somehow uh, similar to jamaican fever mm. that was uh, 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 seen in jamaica where uh, eating of a particular fruit uh, triggered it triggered it was not the cause but it triggered it someone has tried this up with lychee right ha uh-huh. so mm. um see there are many different kinds of encephalitis this particular one has been isolated as coming from the lychee season where small kids eating lychees uh, late at night meaning in the evening and then going to bed on an empty stomach and lychees have a certain toxin which a healthy normal child can absorb with a normal meal if however the child has only eaten lychees and is also undernourished and is undernourished and is not in a Uh, normal weight healthy condition when the ch- child goes to sleep the body cannot process that sugar so 
what happens is an extreme hypoglycemic state takes place. And by the time in a couple of hours, the child will be unconscious, exhibit neurological changes. And if the child is not given a 10% dextrose immediately for four hours, the, the child goes into a coma and dies. So it's um, so that's the illness. And one of the things I noticed in many of the pictures of the coverage was that in the hospitals, parents and attendants are holding the dextrose in their hands, meaning they don't even have enough stands. stands. Mm. So for like hours on end, there's you a parent holding up. it. So really, the issue is the lack of uh, facilities. It's mm. I I think it's not uh, you can't pinpoint it point it to. A one person or one government it's a systemic historical neglect of the medical area Anand uh, so, uh, uh, with respect to Mujapurpur slight correction in the timeline the cases that have been reported hmm. the same what she is saying but uh, the it is that early morning the hmm. children who sleep without uh, dinner hmm. and early morning at one or two they get up and accompany their parents to lychee orchards mm. uh, for and uh, bunches of lychees are plucked or uh, so for uh, because Mujapurpur lychees are very famous sahi, mm. sahi lychees they are exported to europe also and mm. a lot of other countries yes 4 a.m yeah. is the yes 4 a.m 4 a.m yeah. is yeah. the plucking time so and there are experts who suggest that if they had dinner they could have dealt with it also none of the well-off children have been inflected by it uh, it's uh, only the uh, yes social uh, uh, economic uh, uh, well, uh, there's a very good report in the hindu uh, uh, explaining uh, yeah, this. so well well nourished children and have the not been exp- mm. so the low blood sugar level pe- people with that uh, it triggers it somehow i don't know the compl- mm. anyway the media angle of it i am coming to it sure. so uh, mm, the la- last major outbreak was in 2012 when the death count was greater than this time it was around 156 that was was uh, the version of the of, of RP Ojha was the secretary home department so that's bureaucratic version it could have been higher mm. so it's even less it's uh, it's less this time mm. but uh, so far uh, uh, mm. so far we How? were not so out of far, it yes. mm. so what i'm saying is that that time uh, the uh, uh, local newspapers started uh, reporting it on 31st may 2012 and the first time that it was reported in a Delhi newspaper was on 18th June 2012. The 18 days time lag. Mm. This is not the time. Uh, now case it's immediate. Now. So, uh, and newspaper, only two, three newspa- new newspapers have come. Newspapers were same. Two, three new channels have come, were same. In digital properties, some digital properties have come within last seven years. Mm. But media scene was same, uh, similarly populated as this one. It, it was not that. So now there is a problem of plenty. Mm. There is over coverage. Maybe it's a good welcome problem, mm. but with uh, what it's more in a, it may be in more in quantitative terms rather than qualitative. But it's still, even if it's quantitative, it's good. At least an issue that uh, needs to so, be discussed uh, so, is being discussed. So, uh, uh, so, even sorry. even Hindi newspapers, the Delhi-based Hindi newspapers, took it after seven days. Mm. 
आई थिंक जागरण और हिंदुस्तान वॉज द फर्स्ट डेली न्यूज़ पेपर टू रिपोर्ट इट एंड दैट वॉज ऑन सेवेंथ जून इन टू बट लोकल पटना बेस्ड लोकल डेडीज स्टार्टेड रिपोर्टिंग इट ऑन थर्टी एंड ट्वेल्व थर्टीन डेट्स वेर ऑन थर्टी फर्स्ट ऑनली ऑल्सो इट्स इट वॉज नॉट दैट पॉलिटिकल स्टोरीज फ्रॉम पटना वे आर नॉट कमिंग आई सॉ द न्यूज़ पेपर्स ऑफ द टाइम सो द हिंदू एक्सप्रेस वे आर कैरिंग कैरिंग रिपोर्ट्स फ्रॉम पटना बेस्ड कॉरेस्पॉन्डेंट्स द डेली एडिशंस दे वेयर अबाउट नितिस हिट्स एट मोदी एंड दिस काइंड ऑफ स्टोरीज बट नो इंसिफ्लाइटिस कवरेज no no ground report yes. no ground. Uh, what is your view of the coverage of this you think pl- problem of plenty did you happen to watch anjana kashyap's outburst i just watched it earlier today no i saw I it on away. twitter hmm. i i didn't watch it when uh, you know she was there hmm. I, i saw a lot of outrage so in that context i did have a look at that of course uh, there's lot to be said about um, that particular um, way of looking at the incident i think a lot of uh, political uh, harm has been done to mr nitish kumar's image also hmm. because the way it's been handled it's a public health disaster that has happened there and, and public relations and very disaster. obviously those areas are uh, deficient uh, in resources and nobody's expecting the government to be doctors but they are expecting the doctors to be resource rich so that they can help the patients that they could they're certainly not expecting insensitive very publicly insensitive behavior as exhibited by the state health minister we've not had too many uh, statements reassuring statements coming from uh, the government so to speak even today when uh, mr paswan was filing his uh, nomination papers for the rajya sabha the bihar assembly because he's being elected from there mm. uh, mr nitish kumar was with him and uh, there was another sh- shot of him escaping without commenting uh, on what is happening uh, in the state coming to the media uh, coverage uh, the hindu has a extremely good explainer by r prasad who's our science uh, uh, correspondent explaining the you know nuts and bolts of what actually is it that we are looking at i liked uh, a piece that i read in navbharat times a few days ago which went into great detail about um what just what people were going through in, in that area mm-hmm. um there is a piece by sohasni heather today in uh, opinion pages of the hindu where she's looking at the morality of the kind of coverage that anjana om kashyap did that particular yes mm-hmm. and she said there's been a lot of stuff that has been said and uh, she related her own experiences of covering the tsunami post tsunami um, rescue and rehab Uh, post disaster immediate post disaster and there is a report i believe uh, that she quotes from the un or something that there is a tightrope walk that post disaster coverage has to walk which is that you have to uh, first of all give the first responders the space to uh, work hmm. so she recalls how she was told by uh, one of these an32 pilots who were dropping aid across andaman saying that either i take you or i take two sacks of rice so that's the choice that i have and i would rather you sit it out and mm. me go but in the un report that she quotes she says that 
Thailand did got a lot of good coverage, international and national media coverage. And for every two and a half minutes of coverage that they got, they got like thousands of dollars worth of aid. Right. Of course, it makes a difference. It to makes have a huge difference going out there. So then the question arises as to whether your coverage is serving that purpose or mm. not. I think that has to be very central. Sure. Whoever is going to. Uh, so that, a, yeah, that, I have that, done that, very little of this. That five-minute yeah. story is worth more than two sacks yes, of rice. Yes, but there's absolutely. no guarantee of that. Sure, the but two sacks of rice chances. are guaranteed. The coverage impact may or may not happen. That, may not that's a happen, but your, that's your, a your, your, your aim should be yeah, to get the best be possibly, possible, sensitively done story sure. that you can get out can of. Can I that. speak about Anjana Umkesha? I have never seen such appalling behavior by any journalist I think it is the most despicable way of doing a story to barge into a hospital, heckling the doctor, verbally attack a doctor who's standing next to a patient, and he's distracted because she's screaming so much, and he comes away from that patient mm-hmm. while the family is left watching, and she starts haranguing him. Ke ye bacha bhi aaya hai panch minute mein ab kahan just karenge? Kahan just karenge? I felt I if I was the doctor, I would have said, "Aapke ghar mein ab loge." What does she mean by? attacking a doctor who's working maybe longer than his shift and from what ayush is telling me he says there are doctors over there who are not only working beyond their shift they're spending money out of their own pocket to go into areas to uh, treat patients she starts haranguing him where this doctor is doing the best under the circumstances mm. how should a journalist be doing that story how should anjana have done it she should have figured out and reported that this hospital has so many beds all right how many patients have been registered okay so mm. there are two to three to a bed and that is in delhi public and hospitals how many doctors also do they have so yeah exactly yeah. i'm coming to that mm. so in delhi also there are public hospitals in which there's one patient on top one patient two patients on top with the mother with the, if there are kids mm. and one under the bed at night okay so three two to three to a bed this is our medical public medical system in india already established and functioning so anjana keshab should have gone in there and figured out beds itne hain patients itne aage hain can the hospital cope or not the hospital is bursting at its seams the doctors who are limited also under very minuscule salaries surviving over there people who have studied and worked hard are now trying to do their best them being made into like monsters who are not doing their job hmm. and then she asks a gda kahan leke ja rahe ho he says mujhe again he's also flummoxed ke kahan mujhe bol rahe hain leke jaenge main leke jaunga mujhe nahi malum ka so the hospital is also trying to function and this woman comes in with a millennial attitude of such arrogance that she's a star and she's playing drama queen and batao kyun ho raha hai ye ho raha hai wo ho raha hai all this kind of sh- then what i find extremely shocking is that afterwards after there's a total furor on twitter and everywhere else in articles against her she uses the her Pla- the Ajtak's platform to do a personal defense of herself hmm, rather than the story. Correct. How can she do that? How hmm. can she use a platform that a company that she's working for to use it as a personal defense? And she does a very aggressive, obnoxious defense that I'm going to go on asking questions. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Listen, you are not doing a story. You are just making a star and a drama queen of yourself. Hmm. So I find that But totally what obnoxious. The, what about what? the editors who let let this go on the channel? I don't know who let it go. So Priyoga, I remember back in the day when we <laughs> were there in Ajstak. I think I, now I he's. I find her. I think he's completely arrogant and 
not a journalist in terms of going to cover a story. It's just about me, me and myself. Raman and sir. this is not journalism. This millennial journalism has to change. People have to go back to doing stories. <laughs> it was so <laughs> embarrassing to be yeah. known as a journalist. I mean, after watching <laughs> that, we belong to the same tribe. Yeah. It was really horrible. But having said that, I think just one thing I would like to add. See, apparently ICMR is looking beyond Lichi. ICMR has sent a team over there. Because Lychee season was, I think, uh, was, uh, you know, more or less over two weeks ago. And uh, whatever we are getting now in the market is a stored one. So they are even auditing the water. They're checking the water of that area. Anything ah, come from water, and they're mosquitoes, the, they're checking the food. infection, mm. it's infectious ah. and bacterial also, and all the, viral, so ah. you don't know. All the socio-economics, so ICMR team is looking into uh, other mm. aspects too. So you I see, mean, I uh, just had one view on the yeah, on the coverage of this. I just wanted to you know give my view on that, which I think is something. Also, it it's a reflection of our hierarchy, the Indian hierarchy. Is that you know if someone were to walk into this office and shove me around, I pity the person. This is my home, baby. You don't fuck with me here. The hospital is. I mean, although it's not my literally my home, it's my place of work. That hospital is that doctor's home. That's I mean, not in my house. You don't come and talk to me. But he didn't have the confidence to say, get this girl out of here. So somebody she, must have facilitated that entry. Yeah. The thing is, depending on who you know, you know, like I have seen her grinning broadly and accepting awards. I don't know who gives awards to such incompetent, buffoonish journalists whose level of intelligence is up shit creek. But the they are very, very with, with, you aggression. Know, aggression on camera and defending like, herself. I, I was just you? waiting for the doctor to say, "Get this girl out of here," ah. and if she does not leave, hold her and push her out of here. But you know, and the thing many is, people but are I've seen. No, so I think but, it was one of the There's an issue there, and why the doctor does not because do some that. Minister se usne that is it. That is it. Phone the doctors are also scared that ye kisi ke safarish se andar ghusi hai aur meri naukri ka sawal hai. I think so, so that's he's that's also like, trying to survive. It's a reflection of hierarchy. We are such a hierarchical ridden society just like and, and you know speaking of democracy once you've won the election in any other civilized country in the world you know that BJP MLA who's on video saying main raja bhaiya ka mama hu tumhari body bhi nahi milegi if you have been caught saying that on video, you, I mean, whether there's an election or not, you'd have to resign. Your own party would make you resign. Here, as long as I can say I can kick your ass and even your body won't be recovered, that is what is acknowledged as a morally high ground. Depending on what a society acknowledges as the higher ground, whether it's a morally high ground, whether it's financially higher ground, whether it's the Bangai. And I think Om Prakash Kashyap has reflected that in that exchange. Sorry, I keep calling her Om Prakash Kashyap. What's her name? Hi. I, what is Anjana Om Kashyap? Anjana Om Prakash. Okay. Om Prakash. Anjana, Anjana, Anjana Om Kashyap. And the funniest thing is, once on, on, I'm sure you've seen that clip, that once she's starting to introduce a program and she's, Main hu Anjana Om, Om Modi. Modi. Yeah. <laughs> you are so bloody right. Yeah, Anand, sorry, you were saying. Yes, uh, yes I, uh, one of the reasons why it attracted attention was again was what Roman was saying it's also a case of medical who done it uh, kind of medical mystery uh, that what's the real cause of the disease in 2012 uh, Jairam Ramesh was I think then rural development minister he had uh, on a visit to encephalitis inflicted villages he had sanctioned 550 crores for uh, drinking water 
and that was zeroed uh, down as one of the causes of the disease that it may be because of this also so there are many theories floating uh, also this is uh, the lean season in muzaffarpur yes. no that's another thing mm. but uh, muzaffarpur where the f- food grain resources are at the lowest for the lower strata of the society between monsoon and so khurak become maybe and so, so uh, that is also uh, the thing now second uh, on uh, this desperation my i think uh, the kind of uh, this uh, ward drama so the demonstration of orchestrated it orchestrated anger is a spectacle something that suits news television so mm. th- this kind of uh, drama self uh, also i see you say walk through uh, also <laughs> also uh, it uh, television news also has a guilt syndrome that it does not focus on this kind of news so when they actually when they decide to do it they go on overdrive mm-hmm. and and they also want to add to their development journalism profile for invitation to international conferences mm-hmm. so uh, like i have done this story i was in muzaffarpur and this so uh, and uh, she would not have got her way as a, with the power dynamics if she was a powerfully connected doctor muzaffarpur again like begusrai is a bhumihar dominated west district if the doctor was a dabang bhumihar himself many of them are <laughs> many of them are there in sri krishna medical college in, in fact the name of the college is uh, uh, after a very po- uh, powerful bhumihar leader uh, so uh, see just uh, happened to have encountered a very soft doctor <laughs> okay i have a couple of emails after which i want to come to another the other doctor related issue which was the doctor strike and them getting beaten up uh but before that i will just refer to the subscriber as ak he doesn't want to be named he says dear abhinandan please keep my email anonymous this is a small rant of mine and hafta panelists are welcome to point out the flaws in it i would like to request abhinandan to stop putting comedians on a pedestal they may be funny and witty but i would rather read or hear the opinions of journalists over comedians because i think that journalists still are way ahead of comedians in terms of their knowledge and their capability of understanding nuance for example just compare your interview with kanhaiya kumar and the interview of kanhaiya done by kunal kamra i think your line of questioning was way superior than that of kunal kamra you did drill him on student politics relevance of communism etc while kunal kamra seemed to be drooling all over kanhaiya in his interview also consider the rebuttal given by sanjay rojera uh, to your article on consent i think he did not even understand the nuances of your piece which i think Uh, and was making sweeping generalizations about everything under the sun uh, in his article which was full of moral posturing in the end i would like you to leave i would like to leave you with the article title learn from america don't make comedians your saviors by devang pathak the link is here devang has a right to write about the comedy scene in india in the above article he basically argues that political comedy does not change anything that he gives solid arguments in support of his thesis please go through the article before hafta as i would like to hear a panel's views on this topic So I uh, read the article uh, I agree with some bits I disagree with others but uh, more importantly Ashish I, I don't want to dissect the article uh, the specific article but on the larger point you made I think A Konal is about 20 years younger than me so it's or maybe not 20 maybe 15 and I don't think he was doing that uh, interview as a journalist I was representing news laundry so I had to do my research I read up about it I had to challenge Kanhaiya and I did challenge him and I remember he got very pissed off and I said about communism aap kya jante hain communism ke bare mein in his head he said mera phd ki hai mera kya bachu mai pad ke aaya hu anyway <laughs> so no you could make out he got really aggressive but but hey the point is a hey, there's a big no, there's age there's a place for both 
There's place it's for not both. either or. So A, I, I, th- I just think Kunal is really young. And when he did the interview, I think he was in his mid-twenties or maybe late-twenties. Uh, and he wasn't representing a news organization. I was. But why I put pod- comedians on a pedestal is, and I'll tell you why. At least in India especially, and this happens all over the world, like George Carlin had said, find out where the line is drawn and cross it deliberately. So suppose the area commentators and journalists are also commentators are allowed to play in is a radius of, let's say, one meter, if I were to quantify it. A comedian can say something like, Abhi Modi ki ton dekh lo. Okay, a journalist won't. He extends that by another meter. Then the what you can say becomes larger. So the area, the playground for commentators becomes larger. So comedians make the playground larger. The journalists may have better commentary. But in India, where journalism is going through, in terms of legacy content, the shit period, the, what the golden age of the Gupta rule, we are going to the shit period of rule. There, I think comedians do a far better job of taking on uh, concepts. Anyway, that was that's my view. Panel, you have a view on this? I had commented last time about... Uh, you know, uh, a disagreement I had with a guest that she said, are you going to take a comedian's argument to make your point? I said, why not? Comedian's arguments are as good if not better than journalist's arguments. But so. I agree with her. I think there is space for both. both. No, absolutely. It's not either or. But yeah. yeah. Sorry. Any other views? No, no. And again, if it is being equated with some intellectual heft or depth, it is wrong. So I think everyone is an intellectual. Yes. Everyone, I have already, even a rickshaw puller theorizes that why something is happening and why, mm-hmm. how it is happening. Everyone is intellectual, intellectual. It's not a prerogative of someone. Yes, so everyone is. But I think metropolitan humor is something like, I, I, I don't laugh at anyone. At best, some it can make someone smile. But for laughing, you need something very situational that is happening around you in your mm-hmm. home or something. So, otherwise you just laugh. I, I, I don't understand how people uh, get into a feat laughing at uh, videos or visuals. I, I, I don't... Did you see that clip of uh, Kunal uh, and the Ambani no, uh, Modi uh, thing? No, the, what? Uh, no, I didn't. But uh, I want to know, do you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> The same reaction that uh, he had about uh, different interviews about Kanaiya. So, uh, a lot of people have commented on uh, Kamra's interview with Manu Joseph. And he said that uh, they should, uh, Manu was, uh, had more jokes and comeback lines than Kamra. He couldn't, uh, I mean, that may be a slice of the opinion. But again, I think Manu is a brilliant guy with a phenomenal mind and a great sense of humor and age on his side. You know, we underestimate age. I mean, just no, out no, no, of don't we don't. We are a gerontocracy. <laughs> we are, no, sorry? As a society, we are a gerontocracy. No, we are what? Gerontocracy. You know, there's a very interesting article in Atlantic this week against 70s and above politicians and people. And I agree with it because he's saying that, listen, 70-year-olds, move on. You've done your bit and if you haven't and you're still trying to revive your work or career or profession as a politician or whatever, move on. I agree with him. I think us 70-year-olds should now move on and let other people Mark do the thing. Anyway, no, listen, listen, I want to ask, I want to ask, I want, on the subject, I want to ask Anand. Uh, Anand, no, no. Anand do you... Do you laugh yes, when you I see know. this, like when you see Kunal on Anand and Modi? It's such a funny piece. Do you, you laugh? I'm serious. No, what I'm asking this. What I'm, <laughs> no, the, what I'm saying is that wit is not 
to say something that can make someone laugh. But what uh, makes you laugh? Uh, it can make someone smile, but not laugh. But okay. it so makes what you laugh. makes you laugh? Something that happens around me in my house, something that I connect can connect with, or something. Something a, a real yeah. life. So real when li- was the last time you? were like for rolling on the ground holding your stomach and laughing that, I don't what think made I you laugh <laughs> like that no no I am too <laughs> grown up for that so. hafta, uh, hafta you are too grown up for that uh, yes <laughs> come on yeah you are never too grown up I laugh like hell no but you know I, about the age thing I will say you got to laugh that how will you survive I, I think after in c- India Madhu after a certain age one's body slows down because your stamina slows down but I think if you have sh- you know if you are just an active person there is something to be said about experience of age just because you've lived longer and have encountered a lot of situations and i think no, in journalism that matters a lot of people of that age are so entrenched yeah, that, that is different it doesn't work i like, find see, i find the uh, seniors at you know at various institutions basically useful in terms of catching up institutional memory you know mm. you find yourself see, in a particular situation you catch hold of somebody I, who was around think, uh. i i remember this working president uh bjp working president appointment at least i've covered bjp for 15 years so i remember one guy in the intellectual cell i called him up, said you are the one who remember was there any any time in the past that they had a working president no absolutely not it's fine save me like you know one hour of and know, also archival I, I, and search. i remember when kaya had been made president in i think 2003 2004 एक हाथ में झंडा एक में तिरंगा एक में डंडा वंडा pull out history but to just keep doing that over and over again no i agree then it's useless and i find that most of us at this age are doing that because our today's lives are not as um active as they used to be i was actually so i think there's a danger in that i was listening to a podcast uh, but you know between 70 and 20 there is like 50 years so there's lots between that it's just not those two extremes so i think there's you know between there's a 40 and 55 60 is at your peak and you have a lot to offer which between 20 and you know 40 you may have more stamina but you don't have the experience of but interestingly um just the other day uh, when i was fixing something and it was a coincidence i was listening to a podcast while i was fixing something at home and i i forget which podcast it was they were talking about a survey was conducted among you american millennials millennials and our parents right so they don't uh, an overwhelming majority i don't remember the exact percentage don't have even a tool at home and even a hammer counts as a tool as a tool so even if a nail has to be hammered in they don't have a hammer they get someone to do it oh, and the amount of tasks that our generation is called gen x right we were gen x or gen y or mm-hmm. we were gen x the mm-hmm. 70s uh our generation has you know hammer wo nail screwdriver table but is this survey on indians no it's it's yeah, american because you see in india i'm not a, a fixing person in terms of cables go or wires go or plugs go or, mm. but having now lived in india for the last 30 years uh, i have become an expert in jugar so uh, just for pure survival you have to hear yeah like i know how to fidget and fiddle with with all the things ki ye pani aise bijli aise ye usko isko isko aise hilao isko aise karo it's survival i think we all do it okay one quick email before we move on to the doctor strike this is from Ashish Chaudhary he says hi news on your team and a special 
Kas Hero Cha to Manisha. I guess that's some Kumauni thing. Well, Manisha's on leave, so she isn't here, Aishish. Nice change of flavor by bringing in a sports reporter. The discussion between the guest and Abhinandan sparked this thought, and I would love the team's point of view on this. On the future of sports being bright for female teams, players in the elite leagues, what do you guys think of a future of mixed teams like mixed doubles in tennis? Similarly, a mixed T20 team or mixed NBA or a mixed Euro Cup. I think it's a great idea, Ashish. I think the time has come because there are enough women who are physically as you know capable and as skilled as men in sports such as basketball and football as well. I think mixed team is an excellent idea. And I know at least the football league here, the DIFL that happens in Delhi, they now have mixed teams and you know, they're girls who are better players than some of those boys there. And if they do it at a young age, then the professionals will also become, I think, at par. So yeah, anyone else has any view on this? Oh, means I think at this point it would lead to other questions. I mean, say, particularly in the politically surcharged atmosphere it may have many reports of harassment and inappropriate behavior and so mm. all with the all the back story of me too movements and this this will another means open a can of worms so i, I, so I think this it. is problem problematic till a lot of other things are sorted out okay so this uh, before um, i come in sorry you know i keep pushing the doctor strike but so what happened in parliament today the, the, the triple talaq bill was uh, tabled the triple and triple talaq bill was introduced so you were there this morning i was there this morning i and was on duty in the first half of the day and uh, this was the first effective working day of the 17th lok sabha and we have a new speaker and i think the opposition tried to put him through his paces mm. because he is a second term mp and he said it you know when he stood up he got a little agitated and he said i am a second term mp but you know i have i was there in the last term and this is what i saw and this is how things happened so i think they were just kind of it was a baptism by fire because they kept heckling the treasury they raised points of order and yeah yeah did a pretty bang up job and you have this very strong contingent from the dmk who are no shrinking violets oh, let yeah, me tell my you tamil brethren i had a i had a upa two redux you know we had we saw mr balu and mr uh, a raja sitting right in front yes <laughs> and uh, it was like oh, oh hello 2g <laughs> you know and uh, that 2g what 2g it's all yeah. over it's all over baizat bari kiya jata hai so uh, enough of that then uh, i think supriya sule and asaduddin ovc were having a grand time because they kept raising points of order saying falana mantri is not there so how come this other mantri is you know answering so how come we can't get a supplementary and you should they were just i think just kind Test, of putting the testing his yeah, knowledge but, of the uh, rules of yeah, parliament yeah but i think he managed uh. but then when the triple talaq bill came uh, the opposition was a little better organized than i and then i expected them to be frankly and uh, i think three parties congress uh, asaduddin ovc aimim and uh, nk premchandran's uh, rsp they moved notices saying we oppose the introduction of the bill so then they all had their say and about criminality and you know the uh, they're basically about the merging of a civil uh, matter with a criminal matter and all of that and after which they did ask for a division so they got about 74 votes saying that you know people opposing it 186 in favor saying no let's introduce so obviously the government got its way but uh, you know on day 1 it is like poor anurag thakur when he was made chief whip and uh, the day after he was made chief whip there was a no confidence motion against the government mm-hmm. where he had to whip the vote he knew was going to win but uh, you know you had to kind of hit the ground running i think the speaker has 
I think he got a taste of what it's going to be like. I don't think this is going to be a very happy house. Yeah, clearly we'll come to that a little later. Madhu, let me start with you. There's something I know you've spoken about. Rahul Pandey, I hope you're listening. Our doctor friend who used to write so often and tell us how we ignore doctors' issues and medical issues. Um, in fact, he was one of our contributors in NL Sena also. I hope he's still a subscriber. Uh, one, I think Mamta has learned that you cannot govern with the kind of cockiness she does ki isko bhi band kar you shut up you are a Maoist you are this you are that um, she had to do a climb down when she met with the doctors and she has assured them of, of some security earlier she said I'll only come when you have no unconditional I will come for an unconditional discussion uh, so the the strike is called off so two questions for you Madhu one is as long I was a little disappointed to see the partisanship even in the media on an issue like this, which which I thought is a completely bipartisan issue, uh, sorry, non-partisan issue, um, and as far as doctor security is concerned, you have spoken enough about it. Uh, do you think it got the kind of media that it should have, or did this entire politicization of it completely kill the issue that should have been? No, focused I don't on? think it killed the issue. I think the partisanship. People are not stupid. They can see it as it is, and I think the issue is far bigger than partisanship. And uh, obviously, otherwise, Mamta would not have climbed down. She had to agree to security for the doctors, which is a basic. And this has been going on for the last 10 years, where particularly in smaller towns where doctors are beaten up and ransacked, uh, hospitals are ransacked. And um, it's reached extremes where hospitalization of doctors with broken skulls and broken bones and everything has become common. So I think this is a long time coming. It should have come through, instead of doctors themselves going to a politician, it really should have come from their medical association 10 years ago. Why the medical association is so uh, careful or, or not in the forefront of protecting their doctors, I don't understand. So, uh, just to give a... And in fact, my suggestion uh, has been that the Med Indian Medical Association should file a complaint to the press council on Anjana Om Keshap, but uh, my suggestions have not been met with much positivity. I took a suggestion and tweeted it out. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. But uh, none of the doctors are in favour of it. For, I don't understand the reason. No, because then each time there's some issue, the media will... Toro the doctors, if the doctors are will be, if you can't protect your own, then if there, are an, if there is an issue, then deal with it when it comes. You can't prophylactically, we're not going to re protect our doctors because we're in trouble, then media so media say itna ho. I agree. I think the doctors should really stand up for that guy and file a complaint against her. But when it comes to what happened in Bengal, the doctors had asked that the discussion between Mamta and her be televised and I think that's a great idea. Just like all hearings are televised, even but the then US last minute bars, she threw everybody out. And then, uh, no, but then they agreed to two uh, One local camera. channels covering it. Uh, she has agreed to a grievance redressal uh, kind of department in every hospital, and they've given her a plan which she's agreed to kind of hmm. kind of execute. Uh, the thing was that as long as the the strike was limited to Bengal, I saw that there was a lot of you know support the the doctors were getting, and. It was like Mamta's this, Mamta's that. But when the strike started spreading to other states, and so, you know, the IMA said, you know, Delhi doctors will also agree. Then suddenly there was this one predictable bunch of journalists who can see BJP do no wrong and n nobody else do anything right. Then suddenly it was that 
why are you increasing this? Then suddenly the logic behind the strike changed. And I, I don't know who raised this point in a debate. And he said, so let me get this right. So as long as the... Uh, yeah, he was saying you cannot inconvenience the poor public here in Delhi or UP or where. So he said, let me get this right. So as long as Bengal public is being inconvenienced, you're okay with it. But as long as it's UP or a state that it has... Then you're saying no. So what exactly is your position? And that's when I saw someone paint himself into a corner. And that's what I think partisanship of journalists is doing, where uh, it's it's become it's reaching the level where no one's even embarrassed of it. I mean, there was no shame associated with being caught out like that. There's no shame in anything anymore. But I think there was... Uh, no, I mean, uh, the solution that they had come up with uh, Mamta, I mean, 10 years of imprisonment. I don't think it was ever a legal uh, issue. Yeah. Because there are enough laws. Yeah, that if to you bash the hell out of someone, yeah, absolutely. So, so I think, I mean, uh, what is happening that uh, they, the security, you need security right there in the hospital. I mean, you need to do something. Uh, I mean, you need to arrest these people. You know, I, and I, I've seen footage where if you, anyone ask our listeners, just Google on YouTube. Uh, doctors being thrashed and you'll get yeah. 10 years of footage of the, mm-hmm. and what is remarkable in most of this footage is that while the doctors being thrashed instead of calling security or the nurses mm-hmm. or people around them or trying to even pull the doctor away or doing anything they all run away, run away. they just run away right. and hide well there is uh, CCD footage of Anant Kumar Hegde assaulting a do- uh, doctor which is and, and you know he clearly has not been reprimanded so there is also not been made minister this time <laughs> yes but but he was last time so it wasn't like that led to anything case against him there should, exactly he should uh, be there should be in, a criminal case be, against him uh, but I thought one idea which I didn't think was a bad idea I haven't thought this through but just on the thought of, no uh, patient should be allowed more than two visit uh, two people accompanying them I don't them. What see do what I don't know how these institutions are running you know I mean there should be a space where you know beyond a point you can't go if you're not a patient right. or, a, or a paramedic or a, or a part of the staff even in the Sanjana Om Kashyam situation obviously somebody higher up has facilitated her entry into that ICU, ICU. you know both my parents uh, were in ICU did long stints in the ICU mm. and we were not allowed except you know uh, in the designated visiting uh, time and that to one at a time protecting the patient yes. yeah so I don't know how times these where VIP have... patients families say we want a special pass into the ICU the answer is that do you want to protect your family yes. member or do you want to just have get access to have, yeah, have a picnic but so but, in the first so instance, this people, astounds... exactly I think this whole two people should be allowed even inside the hospital if you have a patient two people can accompany the patient I don't know like 20 people politics in families is huge it's amazing Achai, how... Someone on the deathbed will make all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's politics is huge <laughs> and daughter-in-law dramas are huge and oof, I can't tell you. What is your view, Anand? On the, what, how know, can we, uh, make, we are, uh, make doctors uh, safer? Because they do need to be protected. That ambience that is being talked about is mostly the ambience of uh, private hospitals. If you go government, in government hospitals, other hospitals at district levels, everyone has access to everything. Means, right. Means, uh, yes, anyone can stand anywhere. And uh, uh, doctors, uh, um, there was, I think, in a cartoon in a Patna newspaper, paper that uh, some journalist was calling uh, I mean, he was looking for the doctor in OPD so I said that uh, if you people vacate OPD the doctor will be visible he is there <laughs> <laughs> so, 
why is it that when something like this, like the later videos of people attacking the police station and beating up this i think that was an acp who was being beaten up at, at ACP. night ACP. and i remember i had i've repeated this on the hafta earlier i mean i've said this on the hafta earlier i'm just repeating it that a friend of mine whose dad was at one stage the top cop of the country had told me uh, that uh, he says nikutu police walon se badi nafrat karta hai lekin acche hain bure the day society is not afraid of cops society will break down so it's better to have corrupt cops who people are afraid of that to have honest cops who people are not afraid of i no, didn't but it's the poor people who are they take them in beat beat the hell out of them yeah. and and then make them confess to anything the people no, i but, think there's a difference like why are we at a stage where that video does show uh, what is sarabh's name sarabh sarabhjit it does show him taking out a kirpan and hitting a cop and anywhere in the world you cannot take out a weapon against a cop i, I don't think that's gray that's black and white no matter what the provocation it's, was it's a, it's a crime it's a, yeah, yeah it's, and, it's a, and it's a black and white yeah. thing you can't do that yet the amount of sympathy he has got is enough for the home ministry to ask for a report and no one has had the guts to back Daddy up Heiko the cop also asked for of, a report no, so that is because of men in khaki the way they behaved as that beating, beating up that, that minor and that 15 year old ah, the minor they started ah, beating minor, up his yes. son but i would just him. like to hear anand's version of view of that of also the coverage you know, the coverage has been too sympathetic to sarabjit is that also a part of the problem without showing the cops point of view what do you think need two disclaimers first so i am i am son of a very low ranked police officer okay. not a, so uh, that the my encounters with top ranked police officers are basically my students who get into ips so okay. um, then that is uh, so but uh, i am talking from low level second my more association with this case is that i am a resident of that colony oh you are okay so, yes. so were you part so, of that mob yeah, okay yeah, we must yeah. everyone kartik yeah. when you see the footage next time just see if he is part of the cop who is heroic that police station at shoutrek so uh, he was I, just I, standing I, on the side chair so <laughs> i have been uh, living in that area for yes. say last 18 or 20 years so the uh, relationship between auto rickshaw driver and police is very sensitive there i see very very sensitive there for a lot of reasons and that is also known as a colony of auto rickshaw drivers okay. that's a refugee colony after partition this uh, it's actually dr shyama prasad mukherjee colony okay. so uh, since uh, mr mukherjee was popular among the rss workers who worked with the refugees mm. uh, the colony was named after him i see so uh, same is the story with rajen nagar because rajen prashad was seen to uh, as more sympathetic to hindu interest so and the refugees that is also a refugee rajen colony nagar, yeah. near karolbagh yeah. so uh, 
uh, uh, the it is sensitive because of the collection racket mm-hmm. the metro station they park uh, near um, uh, their autos near uh, metro uh, station to pick up so, uh, once in a two three months time they crack down when dcp visits or they uh, or uh, say just when the collections are falling maybe <laughs> so they uh, crack down to so uh, so their coercive part now it they, it's a very kind of uh, the, the power dynamics is that uh, too many auto rickshaw drivers also somehow and they are there have been clashes with isolated policemen in that area and in last 2 uh, 3 months if you read the local pages of delhi newspapers some of the cops not in mukherjee nagar have been killed by random criminals this mm. so the isolated constable is anyway threatened he he mm. is not a very powerful man means right. and uh, the moment he is hit he is as uh, helpless as a, a normal citizen and the moment he sees someone from his fraternity he becomes all powerful mm. and uh, because uh, he can drag you to police station and do anything because his violence is mandated yeah, by different. the Stage. So, so we had a discussion in NL Charcha about uh, the um, the coercive dynamics and uh, the feudal setup, and that's all academic discussions. And so uh, it would be, I would be not be re- repeating it, mm. but uh, um, uh, th- that that is one part uh, of the th- of this. I think uh, uh, if you see the. a religious symbolism part became uh, very important for it because they didn't want it, it to be an anti sikh violence right uh, and uh, delhi police being in control of ministry of home affairs the central government association there so they, it uh, they didn't want to give an anti sikh message that that's why the uh, the action seems disproportionate to the actual uh, dynamics of the violence because uh, the two persons were uh, uh, the initiators i think he went uh, with kirpan and wanted to hit him now if you go back to it is we had discussed it here some akali dal mp had said that why can't we enter parliament with kirpan if hindus can enter with jano mm. so uh, uh, that same uh, simple answer you can't kill anyone with a jano <laughs> no depends if it's really strong and maybe you chinese manja you need to know the creative use of jano for that so uh. so, so, so uh, what is your view on this please educate us on the creative use of jano <laughs> आप इतना काम करते और फिर भी आप पर हाथ उठाते ऐसे लोगों को तो मैंने कहा तुझे रात को खाना मिल रहा है वहां क्या तुझे अगले दस साल की प्रोटेक्शन मिल रही है तेरी बैक बन जाएगा to one sided well i've only read the print uh, reports basically because i don't usually follow much of mm. tv news at night because there's a lot of shouting going on so mm. i try to avoid that and uh, the ideas in our newsroom were that there is more to this story than you know meets than the just eye the video. And, and pretty much what uh, anand was saying is what the reporters the hindus reporters crime reporters and others were also saying that you know there are layers to this story and it's being made out to be something that it may not be 
in the sense it's, it's a flare up that happened mm. and all this religious and other things that were put there it's it makes it a political uh, issue from what was a random act of violence I think the video did the trick in, you know, because the video was so, so... Because so you saw that Manjinder Singh Sirsa also getting eight, beaten yeah. up. He also got yeah. beaten up. He got beaten up. Eight, eight guys in khaki, you know, hating the civilians. This did not go well with the public. Mm. And uh, whatever we saw during the day was anarchy and whatever we saw at the police station <laughs> later <laughs> in the night, that was also anarchy. So, so this is, I mean, this is, uh, we need to con- condemn both. But I think video, like, sorry. But you, I find that there are a lot of people also who are sympathetic to the plight of the police. It's not like they're not. No, maybe not in this situation. Hmm. But I do remember about a couple of years back or maybe two and a half years back. If you remember, there, were, there was a sub-inspector who was shot dead in Mathura where there was that, uh, before the UP elections. You remember there was a Babaji who had uh, grabbed land uh, near Mathura, mm-hmm. and the cops, uh, there was a court case which went against uh, the the uh, the Babaji the and the ashram, mm. and the cops were going to vacate, uh, get the land vacated, and mm. they get these people evicted, and he was shot, and that created a huge hangama, and there were a lot of people who felt that if a cop can get shot, sure. so so close to Delhi, then uh, you know the, the apocalypse is upon us, and mm. you know those kind of things. Then, if you remember, just now, you people is. Uh, I think one inspector was shot and there were these very gruesome videos mm-hmm. of him, you know, shot dead in his car mm-hmm. yes. and, you know, those kind yeah, of things. Yeah, in the things. car, I saw yeah, that yeah. one, yeah, right. Yeah, so it's not a uniform situation where, and uh, your friend's father, you know, is not hugely wrong that, you know, if the cops don't get... Uh, if, if there's you, a cops, there, then yeah, you, you could have... But I think uh, one thing that video has done, you know, making video more easily This available, particular video was inside. It makes yeah. cops, they are more on the defensive. I mean... I'm sure a lot of youngsters today also dislike cops, but when I was in college, what a cop could do to you was phenomenal. Like Delhi police. I mean, so you remember, you know, know, back in the, you know, late 80s, early 90s. If you had like 10 murderers on one side of the road and 10 cops on one or even five, I'd walk on the side of the 10 murderers because they may just let me go. The cop would not. They'd find a reason to screw you. I have been stopped every time for no reason. You were stopped. And basically, you had everything in order, but you have to pay him off so that you can go on with your work. Today, it's not that bad. Back in the 80s, it was that bad. You had done nothing wrong. You are just driving late at night. If by chance someone happens to be in the car with you, then you're fucked. <laughs> so, I have very little sympathy or uh, uh, you know empathy for the police force. Because the state, the, the, the force that they have, they can use violence against you. and The might of the state is yeah. behind I mean, even an MP can't slap you. A cop can slap you and get away with it. So, I think this video has made cops more defensive. Today, if a cop messes with you a bit too much and you mess with him back, he'll think 10 times for hitting you. In the 90s, he would not give a shit. He'd whack you immediately. Sorry, Steve. So no, no, I, uh, this Indian Express report, I think they there was an aspect uh, to this incident. Uh, it says that uh, most of the constables... Uh, was were just three months old in the profession. They had just joined Delhi Police. Possibly they were just... Uh, so, so that so was also... Freshers. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so we'll move on from that. Although I always did wonder that this guy's a tempo driver. He's not a local neta or anything. It's just the video that made like 500 people come out and beat up cops for him. Like, you know, I don't know if any of us got beaten up by the 500 people who surrounded Sarvoday... Nagar police station I don't think anyone would give a shit like why is this guy so powerful or 
was it politically i mean how did this one guy's beating yeah, get five they have you see there are three primary professions uh, in uh, mukherjinagar one is auto driving second is uh, the perhaps the city profession of delhi property dealing and th- uh, the third uh, third is the, uh, rent rent mm-hmm. of the uh, plot uh, that they got as refugees and they have uh, made houses and because of its proximity to delhi university the rents are very high rents are very high it's also located near to coaching centers so they get a lot of money from rent but still they drive autos so uh, there is a, s- a sense of solidarity among the, the uh, auto drivers there they can gather 500 people uh, i think within 15 minutes and 20 minutes it's, that's right there were also uh, leaders from the sikh community who uh, got together and oh, yeah, they so came in his defense yeah they did that happened okay now um, i just saw the videos of the swearing in ceremony madhuri did you see those videos so yes so what is your view those of you who haven't seen it you know My everybody my view is like next time we'll hear a swearing arm and say jai haldiram <laughs> i mean why yeah it was awful so what should do it someone there's, i think it's a shame this whole thing of jai shri ram and one thing i think it's there's clearly, no need for sloganeering when you're taking a swearing and I, i think it's clearly being used as an intimidation that see what we can do like i don't think there's any need for when asaduddin owaisi is walking to start shouting jai shri ram like it's clearly to show that dude now we're in control it's mm. provocative and i just find the defense of that behavior um uh like you're saying the sharam nahi hai the what is acceptable like what trump is i got hugely trolled uh, because it was i think this uh, pragya thakur uh, who started off this entire thing of straying from the oath from the text of the oath all right so you had the first few people doing going including prime minister modi and amit shah and everybody just sticking to the text doing the job going back this lady comes and uh, instead of the name that she has put i mean in her election affidavit that's the legal document you have to show that to the mm. lok sabha secretariat mm. all right and then you get to you have to show your winning certificate she starts off first of all in sanskrit that's fine you have a choice of taking your oath in sanskrit but then she gives her instead of her father's name she gives her guru's spiritual guru's name mm. so obviously that is you know basically impersonation right that is not the name that is there in your certificate yes, so the true. opposition raised a uh, legitimate question saying that why is she she's tried tried to explain to them that i am a sadhvi and this is my guru and in uh, uh, in sanyasi life the, he is your father I, so you know i said that uh, you know i of course uh, had no truck with that kind of thinking i said if the oath ceremony has been okay for the members of parliament of india for the last 70 years so why is it not okay for you and you know it's not like you're the first sanyasi uh, to take oath in this house you have uma bharti also taking oath and we didn't hear of any ruckus mm. uh, in all the times that she was uh, mp uh, on this issue that is my spiritual father and i shall take his name so even if you want to take your spiritual father's name then you change your certificates by deed poll because there's a process in there place. is a process involved and if that process works with the prime minister of india and your party's president people who have given you a ticket to contest so then you me- Well, so when all the sloganeering was happening, all of this Modi was sitting she, there. In the end, I think she did say uh, uh, some Jeff Shri Ram or something like that at the end of it. But she was the one who started this process she of the friend. Jeff yeah, Shri she Ram. derailed she the, the whole oath taking. Otherwise, it was going on absolutely fine because I was in the house uh, just before all this happened. I'd left because I was again in the first half of the day. 
the first half of the day went swimmingly swimmingly mm. well there was absolutely nothing so when wrong. this happened was modi in parliament no he, he left had he had left okay yeah because he was so, the prime minister and i was wondering if they would behave with such an unruly fashion with him sitting there maybe they wouldn't Mo- normally they don't i can hope normally they don't and uh, the, after that there was a lot of heckling <clears throat> the second thing that there was heckling about when it, you know it would peak every time somebody from the trinamool congress would mm. And Trinamool, Trinamool Congress are no shrinking violets mm. either. So you have people like Kalyan Banerjee and Kakoli Dastidar, you know, mm. who'll give you back as good as you get. So they'll go Jai Kali. Mm. The moment they go Jai Kali, somebody else says Jai Hanuman. Then somebody says Vande Mataram. Then, <laughs> then you heckle. Then you heckle OSC who says, hmm. Go on, say a bit more. And I will say Jai Bhim, Jai Bhim. I mean, what is it that you're doing? Is this a schoolroom? I mean, no, the but worst, uh, I think, the parliament of India. But but here's what I'm saying. I think that is what the base is very strong. I don't think there has been any government in the history of this country that has such a strong and consolidated base. And that base is being reflected in parliament. I think anyone who's under the illusion that it is an Indian electorate being reflected in parliament, matlab dil ko khush karne ko ye khayal acha hai, lekin whatever jannat ke hai ki kaise mein. The base is reflected in parliament. It is not the regular electorate that is in because just those scenes it no, is purely no i'm sorry but i think a lot of people who you ask today they'll say usme kya galabad hai that's what i'm saying Agar that is the base ram bol diya to kya so garbhad the base no the base is then you know you you have the electorate no, the no, electorate what, what is the base no, no, 303 seats is nothing to be scoffed at no but that's what i'm saying i'm saying it will still reflect the base trump reflects the base he does not reflect the traditional republican so what i'm saying is this parliament reflects the base it doesn't reflect the traditional voter whether it is right or left the base has hijacked it and i think it is a function of a digital age it's not unique to india mm-hmm. so you were saying sorry no no i i said the worst was uh, one sp uh, samajwadi party mp he also uh, went for the oath and uh, nobody said anything to him i think uh, but i saw it on the tv so he said ki dekhiye hamare islam mein no that's why i think it's bsp bsp हमारे इस्लाम में वंदे मातरम नहीं कहा जाता है मैं वंदे मातरम नहीं कहूंगा No, it's going to be a rocky, and I also think it's ridiculous for um, uh, uh, Rahul Gandhi and gang not to attend the PM's dinner. It doesn't matter how ah. you disagree; it doesn't matter what he says. Dude, you are here to try and have a conversation, no matter who you have it with. Yeah, turning up is uh, the most important thing. Yes. Most you have of the to time. be there. Yes. You can't say "me jaunga." Very petty, and very this, petty not and, showing. And up. this is all, no; it's not petty. It is we are too good for this. It no, is the typical. It's not our class. It's vindictive. It's not our class. It's vindictive. It's sulky. it's just it also reflects all those opinion Rahul and uh, uh, pieces and all tweets which said that you know there's something wrong with the indian public to have elected this guy who said this there are lots of opinion pieces okay, which i think it might okay. bring up which is uh, as, it's as arrogant as that we are kind of ending because it's a long session but uh-huh. we sh- um, perhaps should bring up this report in sunday guardian about rahul gandhi and sonia and priyanka getting wrong information yeah and then I'll, the guy denying I'll it is a bizarre report sorry but before we come to that anand your view on the oath taking ceremony 
Oh, I think the, the immediate is, uh, I think it also has to do with the scoffing of Jasriram in Bengal, the TMC by Mamta. So mm-hmm. immediate context uh, or the fashionable, the immediate fashion caught from there. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- that is but the immediate, but there is a larger context also. The larger context is that uh, the public spaces in India and parliament being the uh, most august uh, extension of it. So public spaces in India uh, had an inauthentic ring about it, that there was a protocol of non-believers on it. And that was through an elite modern modernization that was imposed from above. Now, what we are seeing in a cyclic order is a reaction to it, is a reaction to it, and that reaction is uh, represented by certain voices that you say are representative of that uh, uh, base, base or the right-wing base, and that's an articulation of that. That uh, is uh, neither permanent nor temporary, but it is cyclic. Its attraction will come sometimes, and then it will dwindle, and dwindle, dwindle. And then again, it will be found useful, then dwindle. So uh, same as other streams of thought. So I think it's a reaction, uh, uh, one, uh, uh, and has to be seen a part of the process. Yes. Sir, you were saying something? No, no, I agree with him uh, in terms of what he said about the ring fencing and the modernity being, hmm. you know, and the believers and the non-believers completely believe that. Okay, no, uh, I actually completely disagree with, with it. If anything, there is no space in India for the non-believer, right? From when I was young uh, and I lived, you know, just two houses from a mosque and whether I liked it or not, I used to be woken up by that azan. azan uh, to... Um, Durga Puja, I have had the misfortune of having to shoot some television shows in Bengal during the Durga Puja time and every fucking public space is taken up and even if you want to take a piss and you're caught in the traffic jam talk from exa- from experience, unlike Delhi, which has parks and you can get off, you're stuck in a car for three hours because, you know, there's emotion happening. I don't see, I mean, I think it sounds good theoretically, but if you were to reflect as a reality on the ground, every Every tree here has become a temple. From my house to the market, everything that is small... Parliament has been kept away from all this, which is what he is saying. He's saying Parliament is the final frontier of public spaces and it is a reflection of all public spaces are run by the protocol of the non-believer. I'm saying that is exactly the opposite. Every public space in India, whether you go down Gujarat on a main road, if there is a Banyanka tree, uske around temple bana diya hai, our Mr. Uh, the murderer who used to be, India, what was that guy, yaar, that who stabbed Shoy him? Bilyasi. Shoy Bilyasi. Why, why, India, I want you. Whatever strange accent he had. His dad, His dad has taken over one entire public space. Every temple here has taken over the entire block around it. Which nation are we talking about? No, what, is, what you are confusing with is that institutional space with shared, shared living space. Like what I'm saying is public offices, banks, and the institutional space. What you are talking about is shared living space. So let me qualify it by public institutional space. Hmm. Okay, on that note, I have two quick emails. This one is, hi, Hafta team. 
Uh, this is from Chinmay. Thank you for the great work the News Laundry does. I love all the podcasts, videos, and stories published. News Laundry has made me shift completely from traditional media to subscription-based media. I am now a consumer of News Laundry, Caravan, Economist, Scroll. I keep pushing people to become subscribers so that independent news media can thrive. One feedback in Hafta 228 discussing Girish Karnad, who was a Padma Bhushan and one of the greatest Indian playwrights. It should have been more important than discussing if cricket is a game or sport. Please prioritize. I love Abhinandan's rants, but only when they are in context of real issues. Okay, thanks, Chinmay. Point taken. And a suggestion: Do consider having a sports podcast, maybe a weekly one. You know, we've actually we had started one, we discontinued it. Chinmay, if you are interested, can you do it for us? We're looking for someone to do a sports podcast, a weekly one. You should be a sports enthusiast, be fun to talk to and about. But yeah, we want to start one, restart it. We've discontinued our old one. So Karthik is on the lookout for someone who can do a fine presenters for a sports podcast. So now coming to Sanjeev Bhatt, Madhu. Do you want to kick this off? I'll just lay the context. There's an IPS officer called Sanjeev Bhatt, whose wife, who has been a huge Modi critic, to the extent that some of his tweets are like a slightly vulgar child, the kind of things that he puts on Twitter. Uh, but someone tells me that's because he's become unhinged with his years of whatever. And he was in the Gujarat police when Advani's Rath Yatra happened. And during that time, uh, there was a whole bunch of people who was arrested for rioting. Uh, and one of these people who was arrested for rioting died after being released. Uh, and now he's been, by a Sessions Court, has been given a life term. Uh, another relevant data point, there have been 180 custodial deaths in the last, I think, two or three decades in Gujarat. And this is the only one where a police officer has been convicted. Um, so yeah, vendetta, does it worry you that institutions are are just doing Modi's bidding? Do you think this is completely normal? What? How do you view this? And and how? And has the media taken it up from no, all angles? There were so many encounters think? in Gujarat, and so many policemen were caught, and especially the ones which happened during, uh, I think, uh, Modi's time, and these cases were taken over by the CBI. So in all those cases, the people have been let off. Have been let off. So this is one case uh. where, I mean, after 30 years, he has been in prison. I will still say I'm I'm waiting for the judgment. Mm. And this uh, judgment, I think, is in Gujarati. Mm. So let us see, I mean, whenever yeah, the copy comes. Uh, so uh. we need to translate it. So I want to see the what material evidence is put him behind. Just just you have to, to head back to office. Before you go, why don't you just give us your recommendation for the week for our listeners? Something that you think would enrich their lives? Uh, there are, There's a Gyan Prakash's book on the emergency which I'm reading at the moment and since it's going to be 25th June which will be the anniversary of the emergency I would really recommend that book. He has written it from his life experiences and uh, a lot of very rich uh, description. Now yet one more. Yeah. I must have read more books on the emergency than anything else. Gyan Prakash. It's pretty good. In fact, I read like four in quick succession. Uh, what is Kumi Kapoor's husband's name? Vrinder Kapoor. Vrinder Kapoor. And I read that and just before that I had read uh, another two. Then a few years before that I had read that uh, Rohintan Bistri's which was fiction and then I picked up a no, non-fiction. but this book hooks you from the beginning, you know. It has, it has characters in it where, who you're seeing in their venerable old age. And the descriptions of them in their fiery youth. So it's very oh, interesting. To I have a bit of inside information people. on the inf- emergency which I came across recently, huh. which is that uh, why did Indira Gandhi call for an election hmm. um, when she was happily running the emergency any way she liked? Huh. And apparently, 
the IB and the bureaucrats around her decided that she's got to go. So they doctored reports to to present to her to say that she's going to win. And that's how she called the elections. That's the Indian deep state. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for coming. It's a pleasure meeting you. It's a pleasure to be here. Hopefully, uh, we shall see you soon on the Hafta again. Do come at the Media Ramal. We shall send you an invite. Thank you. We have much. all the sorts of speakers from all over the country and some very interesting. In fact, we will be unveiling a report the size and scope of which never attempted before in India, where we'll be giving you the gender breakup of newsrooms and op-ed pages and front pages from across the country. I think somebody had called me (laughs) as to respond to a survey. Did you respond to the survey? I don't remember. I've I've responded to so many surveys. Don't let her go (laughs) till she responds to the survey. Upasta, as Nustala is on her way out, just let her meet our research team. It'll take her two minutes before she goes. Okay, Nusala, thank, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks, Atan. It was great to be here. Uh, all right, I'm bye. looking forward to your report. Bye. Yes, bye. Uh, Anand, uh, let me ask you one more question before you answer. Is it possible for any policeman anywhere in the country to, if someone wants to get him, to have not broken a law? No, no, it's not. Uh, in fact, uh, there has been a history of uh, politicians targeting inconvenient officials, and whether it's you know, Amitabh Thakur in UP and many others. Uh, but uh, the better way for officials to fight it out is to have a very clean slate or a clean record. Mm. So, uh, and politicians know whom they can target easily because they they are privy to a lot of information. information right. Let me give you an example. This bureaucrat who came on the cover of the Time also, this Gautam Goswami, uh, which uh, and Time had to apologize perhaps for that because he was caught in the same scam for which he was uh, for doing in the flood relief scam. So he was yes, uh, yes, I know the case you're talking yeah, about. He was so, made into this hero who uh, had hero uh, yes. and Time put it as one of the uh, one yes. of the Asians yes. of the year. And yes, yes, I remember. And there was a case. Uh, Yes. yes, and uh, um, so and the person who wrote that story for I think Time magazine was this uh, white tiger author. So he wrote such a sorry story. Means, uh, <laughs> so, and anyway, so uh, after 16 by 11, I think Chitambram was looking for a very efficient secretary in home affairs, in Ministry of Home Affairs, and he consulted Lalu Yadav. And uh, he was very impressed by this Gautam Goswami. So, and then this scam had not come into public view. So uh, there were uh, reports in newspapers that Lalu said that, no, no, he is not the <laughs> type of officer you are looking for. Means he knew, it? he knew, he, uh, though, uh. though the world was thinking uh, something. But Lalu knew better. Uh, no, that, that no. That was a very uh, <laughs> uh, shocking, uh, uh, very, very yes, shocking. Yes, so, so uh, he, he, he said, died also, I think he committed yes, he suicide. Died, or, uh, uh, pancreatic cancer. Uh, he had mm-hmm. died of pancreatic sa- cancer in, right. uh, in jail only. Right. Mm. So, uh, so uh, politicians know that who, uh, who have say like chinks in their armor, they can be targeted. They have some cases here and there, so they will make them uh, say suffer for that. It is not as other officers are some uh, saints, but mm. okay. Yeah. What is your take on this? Sorry, sir. No, I just want to go by the merits. Hmm. I want to see the judgment and I want to see what kind of evidence is listed against him for, uh, you know, getting life imprisonment. Sure. Uh, Although I will say that I think 
I don't. I mean, I have no reason to say this. I mean, you go. You, your approach to this is more. I will only go by what I see. Hmm. I would think, even before seeing, it is highly likely that that man was beaten up in custody. I mean, whether he was a Hindu writer, Muslim writer, resident. Once you're brought into the police station and you've been writing, you will probably be given shit food. You would have diseased water. You would definitely be beaten up. So, in the same context, so I think that's fine. But if that is the only one who's punished and no one else is, then it is irrelevant. Then the merits become irrelevant, in my view, Madhu. See, one, I'd like to see the, the exact evidence, of course. Second, it's a little suspect that a case that happened in 1990 with not only one police officer but a whole bunch of them together that he's targeted alone. So that's two of them. Two of them okay. Life. So all right, and um, so I think it's. It's questionable, but I think it does point to the thing that the state can go with a fine-tooth comb and find something. And anyone, absolutely, exactly. And and so and then the second part of my comment and question is that lifetime imprisonment is rather an extreme measure when you see the kind of judgments and uh, orders yeah. that have been given mm. for people with far greater crimes, far with violent rapes. On little kids and everything, so, uh, you know, they get away with seven years, ten years, and this guy gets life imprisonment. There's a bit of a question there. Also, uh, going by his own uh, tweets and statements, it seems that he's a little uh, has been caught in a state of imbalance. I think it has affected him. Yeah, he's clearly unhinged. Yeah, yeah so he's unhinged. There's a problem there. So it's not an easy answer or conclusion to come to. So I think it would be very uh, highly unlikely that any district level court in Gujarat would give a f- judgment that is uh, not going to be favorable to Modi in today's India. I think at, at a high le- at high court level or Supreme Court level, you still have some chances. I think at, at district levels, uh, it it would be very unlikely. On that note, I would urge you to. Subscribe to News Laundry. Pay to keep news free. Ayush is right now traveling through Muzaffarpur getting us a ground report. We'd like to keep him there longer to get us as in-depth report as possible. And after this, maybe we could put him on another medical-related story on doc- doctor security because I think that's something that will be, be an ongoing and recurring issue. So maybe we should do a deep dive on that. Um, so yeah, thank you all who are listening. Do join us for the Media Rumble if you're in Delhi on the 2nd and 3rd of August. Uh, come and say hi. We have lots of uh, list, uh, speakers from around the world, including an investigative journalist who actually was part of the investigation that did the Adnan Syed case. No, uh, Adnan Kashogi. No, no, Adnan Syed case. Uh, the it was basically serial. A podcast was made on it, and then they did an investigation, and that case was revisited. So the HBO series is made on on his investigation. He's going to be visiting, and we'll pro- hopefully be screening that as well. And we'll be screening a couple of ep- uh, episodes of the Clinton Affair, which is a must-watch, not been seen in India before series on how how this whole Clinton affair with Monica Lewinsky was so badly dealt with by journalists and the media. So uh, no, by the Congress, the kind of questions they asked, yeah, yeah. a completely prurient and voyeuristic. Which had no place in a in an investigation. Yeah. So to come, uh, and I'll leave you with this. Oh, sorry, shit! I haven't asked everyone for their recommendations. Recommendations. My recommendation me? is an article in Scroll uh, about Sadguru and his theories. Yeah. I think that's a good read. Also, the Wire and the Hindu have covered the um, encephal- encephalitis stories rather well. Okay. Anand and the one in Atlantic about geriatrics having to you know you really should move on okay
टू वन बुक दैट्स बाय प्रशांत किदम्बरी इट्स कॉल्ड क्रिकेट कंट्री सो इट्स अबाउट द फर्स्ट इंडियन क्रिकेट टीम दैट वेंट टू इंग्लैंड इन 1911 to play the game so he has done a sociological study of it historical study so he's a england based historian it's an interesting book uh, second is since muzaffarpur has been talked about uh, so i would like two articles one was by dilip pant gonkar in 1994 about muzaffarpur the district of muzaffarpur he had written in times of india and uh, second is muzaffarpur is also known for a very famous hindi writer janki vallabh shastri so um, he set up nirala niketan there and he, he is a very well known writer in hindi dramatist also so his book uh, balata all right sir uh, there was an uh, front page ad today in all i think in almost all the newspapers uh, this was about telangana we are they going What to the, i'd like to know how much uh, money they spent on no, that just, just with those three just, just three uh, uh, pictures just of themselves no, no, no. how can they do that it's government not, money i mean not yeah. government taxpayers no, money you're talking about ad but what i mean uh, what i want to say that they are talking about a scheme of you know linking rivers and all those things and getting water you know for hyderabad and all those areas i can smell a scam in this Uh, I had written one story in First Post. Uh, the similar kind of project in undivided Andhra Pradesh called Jalagniam. Okay, mm. it was one point nine seven lakh crore ka project linking all the rivers and using the flood water whenever the flood comes. So how to pump out water from these rivers and uh, you know getting them for the farmers and. uh making drinking water available so nine when 98000 crore were already spent i had gone to the field spent around 10 days and uh, i did a you know an investigative story uh where six out of 10 companies were owned by the politicians and they had got the fake uh, uh it was supposed to be a joint venture with the foreign companies so i i also got the fake foreign companies you know uh, were were shown as uh, you know joint venture with these politicians so i am just wondering i mean what project is this, this is about a story we waiting to be ah, done ha what project is this about i mean we i, I so i would suggest that story jalagniam okay uh, uh, a couple of stories i had done in first post and i think uh, we should i will also recommend laila Uh, series like uh, series it? and madhu's interviews with the, with the cast uh, but uh, you have to put in that uh, any resemblance to the book is purely coincidental yeah because it's the book and the, the series the is book, so different uh, i have to say the book is a very subtle sniper going around tick 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 and it's not anti hindutva at all the series is a polemic against hindutva so no, my 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 take is different and the story I, is different ah. there's the story is completely different also madhu i I'm think s- the uh, oh, sorry sir go ahead ha no i'm seeing for the first time some indian creating a dystopian 
world i mean i've never seen so i'm it's, i don't team. say i don't say it's very is is like game of thrones i mean which yeah. really takes us to a different world yeah. but this was but i nothing think the, of this sort has uh, been attempted in india but i do think that the it's i think the low budgetness of it also no there's no low budget in this is high budget it looks like a low budget no, production no it's not no, low budget like the problem is perception on how you receive the book and how you translate it on screen and i think most writers know that when their book is bought it'll be fiddled with but this i find is pretty completely different from mm. the book so Let's i put it that way i'm not putting down the series no. the series has done what it set out to do but it is not the book prayag's book i have two recommendations uh, one is this news laundry story which is done by our own prateek about the five month pregnant girl who was allegedly raped by security personnel in 2018 uh from chatisgarh i think it's a fantastic report and yes. i hope we do many more such ground reports because these are the kind of reports you don't see enough of pratik uh, goel ha apna pratik acha acha mere ko laga arun pratik apna pratik apna pratik okay so this is hamare pratik ki so and the second thing i recommend is a documentary film called uh, free solo which i happened to watch on the flight free solo it's mind blowing it is such and an I have amazing a documentary recommendation huh? i went to see this movie um Game over on a film oh, yeah, based on a scary. film film based on a film review in first post. Yeah. It is possibly the worst movie I have ever seen in my life. There is nothing scary about it except for the first one minute, which is nicely shot, and you think, okay, we're here for a good beginning, beginning and a good scare. After that, you spent. We left after at the in, uh, interval, but before the between the beginning and the interval, all you see is one, one and a half hours of one woman just. crying and crying and crying because she is scared in the dark although there's nothing in the dark okay fine and so sessions with a with a so psychiatrist so we should not be seeing this movie yeah we and sessions not. with a psychiatrist who's telling her not to be afraid of the dark and she keeps crying and crying and crying and you know crying for me means one slap in the face stop crying on that note we leave you with this song start laughing goodbye until next week laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.